pour yourself a Pims and whip up that cream for those strawberries. This is Wimbledon, your 10-minute daily recap of the action at Wimbledon. Ready? Play. Iconic. Welcome to Wimbledon's. This is Jason. This is Aldwin. And this is the end of day six, setting ourselves for the round of 16, Manic Monday. At Wimbledon. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it was a busy day. Uh, it started with a bit of rain because I got up early to watch Pav and Mukova and it was two all and then they got booted off court. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you, I, the watchers at home... Uh, the fans that are thankfully in the stands and the players all have to compete with that third opponent, which is rain. We just want to get all of that action in, but eventually the action got completed. Mm -hmm. There is a theme of me giving you kudos at the start of these shows. Cause <laughs> yesterday you talked about Raducanu and you're like, watch out for this girl. And here mm -hmm. she is, you know, uh, lighting it up on court one against Cristea and winning in straight sets. Radu Kanu is a girl we spoke about at the end of yesterday's show. Again, for all of you that don't know, she's a British player, but born in Toronto. Actually, on her IG, she considers Toronto to be a home away from home because she lists that as one of her places where she lives. Um, so we can kind of safely call her semi-Canadian? I mean, she's born in Toronto, so yeah, we can't, right? I think we should also call her our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we need to do that reach out real soon. Radu, can you come on the show? <laughs> <laughs> she got to concentrate first. She's got a fourth round match to play. But going back to her play today, um, she faced it, she faced it, she faced <laughs> Sorana Kirstea, who I think a lot of people had in their hearts to kind of push forward because she did so well at the French Open. But girl, like I said about Samsonova before, she's playing with that qualifier uh, wild card ferocity. And uh, it just seemed that so many points were going her way. She she played fearlessly. And you could kind of see it in Kirstea's face in the second set. She's like, <laughs> what are you going to do? I got everything going against me. The shots are going against me. The crowd's going against me. So she just, Raducanu lit it up. Mm -hmm. Impressive movement, impressive shot making, moving Kirstea around the court. Um, that that match point was was nervy <laughs> but it showed it really showed her skills and uh like i said i don't i think i said this yesterday but i hadn't seen any of her play before but i'm glad i got that side by side uh during the golf match to see her play and um very impressive obviously a new starlet is is emerging for british tennis and uh on the side note canadian tennis maybe <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, good win into the fourth round. Another good win uh, was Coco. Coco Goff. I mean, can my my girl to win the whole thing. Super impressed with her. She continues to be steady, to be focused. You know, she wasn't playing a top name in Juvan, but I mean, those can be the trickiest matches because you might go into those with just the headspace that you know this 
she might not be a player to recognize but some, some sometimes those players are the ones to be really kind of mindful of but she kept her way and she continued her impressive play so I am I don't know I'm gro- kind of growing in confidence with her with Miss Coco raising her first slam trophy <laughs> speaking of movement that girl has legs sort of laterally and then front to back on the court Juvan uh no Goff. Coco. <laughs> Coco. Uh, Coco is impressive. Move. I mean, that's why she um, continues to move up uh, in the ranks and and continues to be the odds-on favorite. She was she was tied with um, Ostapenko for being the third favorite to win, <laughs> but now Ostapenko is outie. Oh, okay. Talk talk about that. Let's talk about that match because you were the one that informed me of a <laughs> a not so surprising altercation that Yelena seemed to be part of. A little bit of a spat happened where Tamjanovic called out Ostapenko for calling for a trainer after having <laughs> lost seven straight games. Um, in uh, going into the third set, letting the umpire know that she felt Ost- Ostapenko was lying, and everybody else knows it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was definitely an interesting moment. Uh, it didn't help Ostapenko because she ended up losing the match, but it seemed like the drama continued um, uh, during the handshake. Uh, there were a few <laughs> words, and uh, after in the, the off-court press. Yeah, listen, I, I've said many times publicly, I've never bought an Ostapenko moment. I, there was a minute where I felt a little guilty. I'm like, maybe I should give this girl more credit that she deserves. Maybe she's a nice girl. You know, she does post really nice IG stories and whatnot. But listen, Naomi Brody had a problem with her in the past. She recently had an issue in the tune-up tournament against Kasatkina where she said an expletive and wanted a line umpire line line judge to be replaced because that judge was the one that told the main referee that she had said the expletive in between a point. Now she's up in this mess with Tamjanovic. I mean, she her actions speak for herself. She's like the Fifi O'Hara. <laughs> Those of you that watch RuPaul's Drag Race, she's the Fifi O'Hara of the women's tour. I am saying that on record. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, so. I mean, Goff now steps up, I guess, as being a, a higher-up favorite from Ospenko. Uh, a few other matches, I talked about Muhova-Pav in the beginning. Muhova came mm. through in straight sets. Yes. Oh, my gosh. All my all my picks are coming I to fruition. I know you're doing so well. I don't know if you p- picked Krajikova, too, but she took out my girl, Sevastova, who I picked to make the quarterfinals in a top three setter. Oh my girl, listen, I wouldn't be so upset. Seva Silva is really warming up and that match, as many of the matches that you and I have played ourselves, it was literally a point here or there. Mm-hmm. And that was a beautiful match to watch because they both had that court craft, that slice, that coming in. But again, it was just capitalizing on a few points and Krajikova, French Open champion, sees herself through. Mm-hmm. Two other players that we um, should talk about before we go on to the men are Barty, winning in straight sets against Sonyakova. <laughs> and then uh, Kerber lost the first set easily, 6-2, and then she took control, winning 11-1. Uh, okay, I, w- I do want to ask you about Barty. We didn't talk about Barty's previous round match, but, um, you know, Barty today against Sonyakova talked a little bit about how kind of on fire she is were you 
impressed with Barty? Do you think that she's kind of holding on to her number one seed? Yeah, she was better um, than she was in her previous round where she made nine double faults. <laughs> uh, a bit more solid today. She does seem to spray errors occasionally, but she she was um, definitely in control of this match against Sinyakova. So uh, it'll be an interesting fourth round encounter against Krajikova. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those fourth round encounters are something we're going to talk about in a minute. Yeah. So on to the men. I think we have to give Taylor Fritz his due because (laughs) that boy was on an operating table less than a month ago. And then he comes here on the grass, um, has a five setter against Stevie Johnson last round and takes a set off Zverev before losing in four. But how impressive is that to come back after such a procedure? Yeah, Taylor Fritz, you know, again, someone that's really not on everyone's lips, especially among the men, the U.S. men that play in these big tournaments. But yeah, I mean, we saw that IG post of him, like literally like, you know, that that TikTok where they say three months later. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was a couple of months ago that he was in a cast and now he is completely rehabilitated. And this third round showing was a good one for him. Mm hmm. And Zverev is now quietly into the fourth round, as he, <laughs> as he does. The marquee match of the day that ended up being uh, less than marquee was Nick Kyrgios against FAA. Mm-hmm. Nick started off well, winning the first set 6-2, doing his thing, uh, serving well, but ended up with a bit of an ab strain uh, or pull. Mm-hmm. Um he had a few expletives as he was explaining to the trainer <laughs> what was going on. Uh, but after losing the f- second set, uh, 6-1, he retired. Yeah, and uh, you know, what I find so fascinating about that match is whoever Nick plays against, he kind of steals the show. You know, even the presenter at the end of the match that was um, going to speak with Felix said, you know, Nick can't leave the court unless he addresses the, you know, the fans. You know, doesn't everyone want to hear a couple words from Nick? I'm like, this guy is just this, you know, he just lost a match, pulled out. If it weren't any other player, they wouldn't have interviewed him. But I mean, he does bring gifts to the world of tennis that I guess other people don't. So in that respect, you got to give it to him. Yeah, he gives you the gift of an unnecessary tweener during the match when he could have just hit a regular forehand. I know. I I, I wonder if he's he must pull out, he's must be pulling out of the mixed doubles with Venus as well. I presume he must be pulling out. I don't think he would pull out of singles. Although, you know, crazier things have happened. Uh, he <laughs> might still play mixed doubles. Um, so this is all the bottom half. Bertini cruised four four and four. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a, a nice juicy match between Cam Nori and Roger on center court. Yeah, I really, that's the one I wanted to ask you about, right? Like Cam, we said in yesterday's episode, Cam, could he do something? Could he not do something? He seems to be do, doing well in these tune-up tournaments, but when he comes up to the big guys, he just doesn't have what it takes. What did you think about that match today? I think he played really well and 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 fought hard in that third set, and he definitely, definitely had chances in the fourth set. I think he broke Roger, but, you know, Roger got that crucial break uh, at 
um, for all, I think it was mm-hmm. for all in the in the fourth, and uh, uh, was able to take the match. But he definitely had chances. Uh, Roger looked a little sort of rusty, and he was spraying some errors in both the third and the fourth set. So he's definitely going to have to clean that up as he, you know, continues through the draw if he's able to take out Sanego and then potentially Medvedev in the quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, in the post-match interview, Federer gave all credit to Cam Nori, said that, you know, in preparation for this match, he was definitely not going to be a pushover, obviously had results this entire year. And it is a good marker for Fed. You know, the reporter asked him, you know, how do you feel? Are you growing? Are you building? And that's exactly what Fed is feeling. And, you know, if there's any place for Fed to gain steam and make a possible run at a slam it'll be Wimbledon so you know an increasingly confident fed bodes uh not so well for everyone else in the draw that's true and next up is Senego who cruised along with had her catch oh my god her catch <laughs> like catch enough was yesterday her catch uh, had an easy win as well. The other sort of marquee match of the day was Medvedev versus uh, Wimbledon, former Wimbledon finalist, Chilich, mm-hmm. who took the first two sets, and Medvedev came back from 0-2 down for the first time in his career. Wow. Really showed his medal. I saw. I mean, I saw that. Tbh, listen. I was. I was watching partially from the beach <laughs> today, <laughs> and I saw that Chilich went up two sets and like uh, curtains for Medvedev. But look at look at her. Mm-hmm. Look at her now. <laughs> yeah, Chrissy. Uh, as the uh, as the third set was coming to a close, Chrissy Everett said Medvedev's going to win this match. So oh, wow. Uh, she called it. I, I don't. I don't know if that says anything about Medvedev's medal or or sort of how Chilich tends to falter. Again, a guy who um, can buckle down uh, in 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 key moments. Sometimes he gets flustered, Medvedev, but in this particular match, he kept his cool, mm-hmm. um, except around five one when he was wondering why there was no ball change <laughs> they had forgotten to do the the ball change um on the seven games but yeah well i mean just like we said yesterday the champions that are starting to, the the to use a wimbledon analogy the cream is rising to the top mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's and medvedev that. is medvedev is creamy <laughs> medvedev is creamy um anything else you want to talk about today i mean the only thing that i really wanted to add was the kerber sasnovich um match yes kerber lost the first set but completely obliterated sasnovich 11 one i said yesterday kerber is one to watch out for she's she's really i hate using that term the dark horse but she's the one that is starting to truly gain momentum. So I might call her my second choice for champion. Well, I mean, you probably don't want her to take out your first choice in the next <laughs> but we're gonna No, talk I don't. Ab- we're going to talk about all of that tomorrow. Yes, exactly. All right. Enjoy uh, a day's break. Tomorrow we're going to come back and talk about Manic Monday. It's just another manic Monday. Oh, whoa. Bye.
We're here for your tennis-tainment, or your tentertainment, or whatever it is. But if you like what we're serving up, please give us a five-star review. And like, share, and subscribe, and like such as. Wait, one more thing. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Ready Play Tennis Podcast.